Hey listeners, um, it looks like I got cut off um, a little bit right when I was praying. Um, so I guess there is a 60 an hour limit on Anchor now. So, um, you know, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in once again. And um, be looking out next week, or not next week, this Sunday. This Sunday, I'm going to be coming on here again, and I'm going to be talking about can we speak things into existence. So be looking out for that that episode because, um, you know, it's really popular now in, in the world right now. Like when it comes down to religious, religious beliefs, a lot of people believe that. So I'm going to be breaking down what that means, what God says that mean. I'm just the vessel that says what he's what he's thinking and what he puts in there praise the lord but yeah be looking off out for that we got some praise reports coming soon and like i said earlier check out my um wordpress uh my testimony my wordpress um and i also have another um sexual impure or uh sexual impurity post uh, that talks a little bit about my experience uh, with it and how I view. I mean, I mean, I'm viewing it from the Lord's perspective, but my personal struggle with it, uh, especially when it's centered around the church. So, yeah, go and tune in. Look at that website. Share it around to your friends. Uh, like I said, guys, I'm going to try to see if I can repost this uh, self-control video. It sucks that it's gone. Uh, but, um. Uh, but just thank God that uh, he's going to go before me and speak for me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> but I love you guys. Um, nobody's told you that. that I do love you. But God loves you way more. Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And stay tuned. Well, hello again, listeners. This is Jamie L's Pod Space. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in. All right, guys. Uh, so... I hope everyone is having a wonderful Mother's Day and a beautiful Sunday. Um, I am coming back on here again because, well, like I told you guys uh, earlier in the week, I had accidentally deleted my self-control video. And it's a good thing that I did because um, the episode that I just did, which is Sex and Morals, um, I had two stories out of the Bible that I was going to use um, to, you know, but I couldn't figure out which one exactly I wanted to use to, um, you know, be an example of, you know, that subject. And I was looking at this other story and I'm just like, you know what, Lord, this story would be perfect for continuing with, um, I mean, it would go perfectly with the self-control, you know? <laughs> uh, so praise the Lord for that. You know, everything that, happens it always turns out for the uh, glory and the good of god and um yeah so um guys i'm going to revi be revising the self-control and um just let's have a word of prayer okay gracious heavenly father um thank you father that uh, you are always in the midst of us, Lord. We thank you, Father, for uh, your provision, for your protection, for your leading and guiding. We thank you, Father, for uh, the mothers um, 
today, Lord. We give them appreciation this day for uh, just um, being the, the strength and the uh, the love and the, the courageousness that you've given a woman to be able to uh, take on so many roles, Father. We thank you and we praise you uh, that you created uh, Adam and Eve to be the helper of Adam um, and knowing that Eve is the mother of all creation, Father God, uh, we thank you that you love us so much and that you've put, put pressed upon mothers a special t kind of strength, Father. Um, I pray, Lord, uh, for all the listeners out there, Father, that we would continue to come to know you, that we'll continue to just um, be encouraged to uh, sow good deeds to people, to, um, you know, really just understand help us to understand who you are more lord uh holy spirit i ask that you would go before me as i present this message i thank you for your son jesus amen okay <clears throat> i had the cough there <laughs> okay guys so we are in the last fruit of the spirit which is self-control Okay, so the story that we're going to be studying in is um, Genesis 39. Um, I uh, just found my actual Bible. I just bought another Bible about a month ago, but I left it at church for about a week or two. And um, praise the Lord, someone ended up dropping it off for me. <laughs> but I'm not going to be using it today because, like I said, I'm going to just start using my phone so I won't be like turning the pages constantly and stuff. All right, guys. So let's get on to uh, this message. Okay. So, yeah, the last word of the spirit, uh, which is self control. Um, so, I was reading um, a post um, that my goal specialist wrote because I'm working on just trying to get healthy physically. And um, we have like a group post that we have to do at least once a week. And, um, you know, just as participation. And um, one of the specialists wrote in there um, saying that, um, that Adali Ayama, um, which was a 14th Buddhist leader in India, was asked in an interview, but what was one word that he... Um, that he would describe for happiness that would make for happiness. Um, and he chose routines. And I think it makes complete sense, you know, cause routines, um, are something that we do regularly. Like we do it without thinking about it and it helps make life a lot easier for us. Um, but in order to have a routine, we must first exercise self-control or another word for self-control is temperance. And that applies to everywhere. Um, whether if it's abstaining uh, from alcohol, whether if it's maintaining a healthy heart, or uh, whether if it's just trying to not watch certain types of shows and things like that. We know that's not good for us. Um, oh, yeah. So um, those are the kind of things that, you know, all humans try to strive for. And it's really really hard to do <laughs> okay um the fruit of the spirit uh self-control is it's difficult to conquer like i said um but if we don't 
I think it'll be even like we can train our mind to not do a certain thing, but we, we have to remember that we are flesh. So the flesh is constantly against our spirit. You know, it constantly tries to just go towards the earth. What do I want? Earthly treasures are earthly treasures, earthly pleasures, earthly desires are desires of our heart. Um, but the, if we surrender, but if we don't surrender to Jesus Christ and, de and develop discipline in our lives, like I said, the movies we watch or the people we hang around, the places we go, um, go to, that we'll never be able to develop our spiritual self-control into all the other fruits. Nothing, um, see, self-control has nothing to do with ourselves. It has everything to do with control. So if we give our control over to Christ and die to ourselves, we gain the beauty of self-control, um, of being a self-controlled female or guy, you know what I mean? So it's nothing about us. So like I said, we can't do anything apart from God. But with God, and if we seek ye first his kingdom, everything else will fall into place for us. And I think that there that's partly the reason why uh, self-control is last. Two, also, it's like a, a barrier. You know, the first fruit is love. I just made this connection. The first fruit is love. And the last fruit is discipline. Because that, those two things right there is going to help level out all the other um, seven fruits of the spirit in between. It's like a, a barrier or uh, a fence uh, for those things. Okay, let's go to a couple of scriptures. We're going to go to Proverbs Put your thumb in Genesis uh, 39, because that's the story that we're going to look at. So, yeah, if you have your Bibles, turn to Proverbs 25, This is the wisdom chapter. Very wonderful um, scriptures in here. Proverbs 25, verse 28. Okay, it says, um, He that have no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Okay, so having something you imagine that you have in like your house, for example, your home or, you know, something that is just so prized and precious to you. Imagine if your your treasure, your your bank account didn't have a lock on it or your front doors didn't have uh, any doors. Like anybody can come in here and rob and steal from you and things like that. And that's what God is saying with not having any self-control that, you know, there's no structure and that um, it's, it's sensitive to the enemy's attacks. Okay, let's go to um, Romans 7, verse 21. Okay. Romans chapter 7. We're going to be spending a little 
time in here. Well, really, really fast before we go to Romans 7, let's go to Proverbs 4.23. And this is one, if you guys have listened to the previous um, episode, this is something that I always say a lot because um, it definitely has a lot to do with the human experience and how, as a believer, how we should... uh, the action that we should take, you know, because it's one thing to hear something. It's another to like really apply it, you know, and um, that takes practice to do. So, yeah, Proverbs 424, 4, verse 4, chapter 4, verse 23. <laughs> okay. It says that. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So like I said, you know, we're human. We have all of these different desires in our heart. And, you know, it's so easily, you know, for the lust of our eyes, the lust of our flesh. Flesh is so easy to not want to have self-control and to do what we want. But we all know that, you know, if we continue to exercise, um, you know, whatever goal that goals that we have and we goals that we have and we write down and we continue to exercise that and to practice it every day, then we always reap a reward from those things, you know, so the same as same as it is in, you know, in the spirit, the more that we sow, um, so into righteousness we sow into uh, things of the kingdom of God, we reap everlasting life, not perishable things like in the world but eternal things in heaven and that's why God always tells us to abandon um, our flesh and and not to store up treasures on earth where moss and rust destroy okay that's kind of I'm kind of drifting a little bit okay now let's go to Romans 7 that's Romans Okay, that's right after Acts, Romans chapter 7. Okay, let's start at verse 21. It says, I find then a law that when... I would do good, evil is present with me. Verse 22, for I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So Paul had the same struggle that we had. You know, he um, he wants to do. He's saying the things that he wants, he wants to do good, but he struggles with that because of the sin that's in him. Um, but he's in his spirit desires to keep the laws of God and things like that and that's like I said that's part of being human and uh it's it's part of the fall and the beginning of um 
of the world and uh and sin entered in the world through adam and then we have fallen by the same thing but um I like how in verse 25, he said, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So I think he was just making a, a, a contrast saying that um, in order to follow God, even though his body is subject to sin, uh, that if he by his mind focuses on the words of God and keeping the law of, of, of the commandments and um, then he would be okay because he's being intentional about that. And that takes um, self-discipline and the Lord or the Holy Spirit to help us do that because we can't do that on ourselves. In Isaiah 26, um, three or two, it says that, um, that as long as we, he'll keep us in perfect peace as long as our mind is stayed on him because we trust in him, you know, so the more that we continue to trust in God, we continue to read our word, we continue to um, allow him to be the lordship of our lives, then we can have spiritual discipline. And when we have spiritual discipline, all the other things will come into place because our control is given to God, you know. Okay, let's go to up to uh, verse six. So we're going to literally go over a chapter. Verse 6, and it's kind of touching on the same thing that we're talking about now. Chapter 6, verse 6, I'm sorry. Okay. I love this chapter also. It's, okay, chapter 6, verse 6 says, of Romans... <clears throat> knowing this that our old man is crucified with him that the body of sin might be destroyed that henceforth we should not serve sin so knowing this that our old man is crucified with jesus that the body of sin might be destroyed in the past gone gone forever that henceforth we should not serve sin Verse 7, we go down, it says, For he that is dead is freed from sin. Verse 8 says, Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we should also live with Christ. So as a believer, before we came to God, before we uh, surrendered our lives over to the Lord, um, we have made a confession to God that He, we were going to try to we were going to, you know, because um, if God chooses us and he helps us, then it's not a try thing. It's him helping us. He said they will com continue the completion that I started in you until the day of Christ Jesus. So um, if we as if we accepted Jesus and we have the salvation and we've been clothed with, with the garments of, of righteousness. So that means that all of our sins have been wiped away through Jesus Christ. So that means that we are not the same anymore. Our old sinful nature, sinful nature that we have, have died, have been buried with Jesus. And now we have a new nature, which is an, uh, is a completely entirely new creation, uh, made from God. I read, um, and it's, um, read of somewhere last week it says that um and i never really saw it before it says that uh flesh 
births flesh, but spirit births spirit. So thinking about it, saying that if we're if we're dead and we were born through a woman, which is um, through the world, then we are born of the flesh again. But once we um, have been changed, have we've been transformed by the Holy Spirit, then we're not born of flesh anymore. We're born from heaven because remember, God is spirit. And whatever the spirit is, there's freedom, there's liberty. So if we've been freed by the blood of Jesus. So that means that we are a completely new creation. Amen, right? We are a new creation in God. And um, so we don't really serve since we're a new creation, we don't serve the old man anymore. We are a new creation and we are um, birthed with all these nine spiritual fruits. But we have to exercise these fruits every day. You know, God, like he says, he put a measure of faith in all of us, all the believers. Um, but we have to cultivate that faith so it can grow we have to just like the fruits of the spirit we have to cultivate kindness and goodness and um you know self-control and all of those things even though those are the two most important things love and and self-control but it takes self-control to be have kindness it takes self-control to learn how to um so into peace it takes self-control to be patient it takes self-control for all of these things but the only way that we can actually um cultivate the only way that we can actually be strengthened in these things and to do them every, every day is if we give our lives over to god if we allow jesus to change us from the inside out since we are a new creation um it's not to say that we're not in in sin anymore like as god said for the wages of sin is death will all fall short of the glory of god so we all sinners regardless but and that doesn't mean that we don't have sin in us as a believer it just means that that's not our nature it's not our first nature anymore um and that's why it's important as believers to continue to stay uh to eat on the word of god and to to stay filled up um with scripture so we can uh be strengthened because we're not we don't have the worldly uh food anymore to help us live we have the life in us now so we have to feed on that life like it says in um matthew or romans that um we have to remain in the vine that jesus is uh the vine and we're the branches but if we don't remain with jesus then our we won't produce fruit from that branch and i think that's a wonderful parable because it explains how jesus provides for us how jesus will continue to um fill us with his living water and help us to grow physical fruit and literally um character his character each and every day um yeah so um it's amazing. So back to what we were saying. Let's go to Second Peter one six. Okay. Second Peter one six. I'm starting to remember some of the scriptures where they are, but not all of them. I know that it's in the back, though. Okay, Second Peter 
chapter 1 verse 6 it says and knowledge okay let's go up to um verse 5 and besides this giving all diligence add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge verse 6 and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness now we said another word for um being self-controlled is temperance so um in order to like know and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and verse 7 it says and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity and it says in verse 8 for if these things be in you and abound they make you that ye shall never be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9, But he that lacketh these things is blind, and cannot see afar off, and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Okay, we can stop there. So, we see as we uh, continue to remain in the Lord, and we feed on his word, his, his word will empower us through the Holy Spirit to help us to be self-controlled and all the other earthly levels. But we have to first, before anything else, to seek ye first the kingdom of God, seek his righteousness, seek his holiness, seek uh, kingdom wealth in order for all of these other things to be um, added unto us. And then it says that... Um, you know, if you lack these things, that you're blind and um, you cannot see afar off. So that means, like I was just saying, um, even though you're a believer, you know, it doesn't mean that you're excluded from sin. I mean, if you entertain sin and you open that up for the enemy to, you know, deceive you, then, I mean, it's just... Like I said in other scripture, they're opening up a shame, putting Jesus to an open shame because he died for you. And it'll be almost like it's for nothing. But thank God that he says that he deliver us from all of our temptations, from all of our sins. Um, he said the righteous will not fall. Many times they fall, but he will always uphold, uh, uphold, uphold us with his righteous right hand. So, um... If we've been purged of those old sins, you know, we have to choose constantly, be intentional constantly of not opening up those doors again for the enemy. We have to stay alert and be intentional about the things that we watch and things that we do, things that we um, entertain. Because God says that, you know, he will never leave us or forsake us. He said that he will create a that he'll create a place for us in heaven, a home for us. And that's our um, motivation, our striving towards the being able to inherit the kingdom of God, inherit that home that he has for us. But if we entertain the things of the world and do the things that the world do, then we won't inherit the kingdom of God. God is still going to be with us. God is still going to... Um, Continue to try to help us to turn from our ways as long as we come to him. But remember, God is a God of 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 grace and of um, humility. He's not going to force himself on us. But we may be intentional about our time that we spend with him. But we're intentional, intentional about um, the things that we watch, the things that we do. We sow into our spirit and not into our flesh. Believers in God and the ones that want to attain to um 
to know God, you must know that we have to starve our flesh each and every day and take up our cross and, and follow Jesus. And that is not all on us. God knows that we are just man, that we are just a breath of vapor. He knows that we're going to need him to get to that level because he's the only one that was holy that walked this earth for 33 years without sinning. He knows man. He knows our hearts. But um, these types of things right here, um, which is really, like I said, is really, really hard to attain. It's all possible through God. You know, I'm not going to come on here and be preaching about, oh, yeah, do all of this. All of these scriptures about self-control or about, yeah, you know, you got to plan this, plan that and plan that ahead da, 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 to have, <laughs> you know, routines down and then all of that. Um, because, um I'm sure you guys have heard that before. And a lot of people, the reason why it's hard is because in our humanness, it can't be attained um, very well because of our fallen nature. But I'm here to tell you that through Jesus Christ, that he can empower you through the Holy Spirit to help you to attain all of those other areas in your life. Because God said, I came that they might have life and that they might have it in abundance. And that life was the light of men. And that life is in Jesus Christ. And he came so that we can live and fulfill all the, the, the goals, the desires and things like that of our hearts. But we have to give him time first we have to take out our time and and make it for him above everything else in the world of all the other demands you know he has to be first okay guys let's go to second timothy second timothy Chapter 2, verse 25 and 26. 2 Timothy. I love this. That is like big words too. It's awesome. Second Timothy chapter two, because like I said, you know, our flesh is run by Satan, you know, Satan was thrown out of heaven to the earth. We were born from the earth. So we have his nature. And every time that we entertain and do things that go against the, uh, the commandments and the things of God, we're basically saying, yes. I'm serving you because remember there's the kingdom of God and then there's the kingdom of hell or kingdom of God and there's the kingdom of Satan, you know, and those two are constantly against each other, just like the flesh and the spirit against each is against each other. Um, yeah, so let's go to Romans. I mean, let's go to second Timothy chapter 20, uh, chapter two, verse 25 and 26. Verse 25, it says, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God, para-adventure, will give them repentance to the, to the acknowledging of the truth. 
and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. So yes, love and self-control are the, to me, I feel like are the foundations, um, are the foundations for attaining a Christ-filled life and following after the Lord. You know, we have to have love and, and steadfastness in order to follow and keep the other commandments um not just the other fruits but the other commandments because um god said that when he gave us the holy spirit the holy spirit helps us in our weaknesses that he bears witness to all the things that he heard and that's the word of god that's the uh character of god and he helps us each and every day but we also have to do our part by surrendering our will over to him each and every day so once again it says um in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the, the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. So the more, once again, like I said, the more things that we do that go against the word of God, if we sow to the lust of our flesh and sow into the world in general, then we become ensnared by, by um, Satan. Okay, um, yes, yeah, so now we're going to go to the story. Which is, um, remember I said hold your thumb in Genesis 39. We're going to go there. Hello, listeners. Hey, I just got cut off. So we're just going to continue it. And um, Genesis 39. Um, this is the story of uh, Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Um, a little backstory of Joseph. Joseph was a um, was enslaved um, to Egypt by his brothers. Um, he is Jacob's youngest son. And um, basically, they were just jealous of Joseph, you know, uh, Israel um, or Jacob, you know, because Jacob's name was changed uh, to Israel when he uh, wrestled with God in the wilderness. Um, he, he favored Joseph because Joseph was the son of his old age. And um, Joseph was blessed by God with the ability to um, interpret dreams. So his brothers plotted to kill him but instead they recognized that you know well i'm we'll just send him off to egypt and so um let's start at verse one guys now joseph had been taken down to egypt and potiphar an officer of pharaoh captain of the guard an egyptian bought him from the ishmaelites who had taken him down there the lord was with joseph and he was a successful man and he was in the house of his master the egyptian and his master saw that the lord was with him and that the lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand so joseph found favor in his sight and served him then he made 
him overseer of his house and all that he had all that he had he put under his authority so he won the favor of Potiphar because God was with him and um, he put he made uh, Joseph to be overseer of, of everything in his house um, the Lord blessed the Egyptians house for Joseph's sake and um, the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and he and in the field thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and he did not know what he had except for the bread with which he ate now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance in verse 7 and it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph and she said lie with me but he refused and said to his master's wife look my master does not know what is with me in the house and he has committed all that he had to my hand all that he has into my hand there is no one greater in this house than I nor has he kept back anything from me but you because you are his wife now then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God verse 10 so it was as he spoke to Joseph as she spoke to Joseph day by day that he did not and heed her to lie with her or to be with her okay let's stop here so Joseph, like, you know, was so thankful, so grateful um, to his master, uh, Potiphar, just for blessing him and um, putting everything into his hands. Like, he didn't want to sin against God. I like that he said that. And he also wanted to honor Potiphar. You know, so day after day, um, his wife kept on trying to, you know, seduce him and uh, try to ask him each time to sleep with her and he had so control he was like no I don't I'm not gonna do that so verse 10 it says so it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day um, that he did not heed to her to lie with her or to be with her but it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house was inside that she caught him by his garment saying lie with me but he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside and so it was when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them saying see he has brought us he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came into me to lie with me and I cried out with a loud voice and it happened when he heard that I had left my voice lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. Okay, so she was basically yanking on on Joseph's uh, coat. You know, trying to get him to stay and mess around with her. And Joseph ended up just coming on, coming on out of his coat and running away from her. So she got mad and basically decided to turn it around and make it seem like Joseph raped her or was going to rape her. And um, use the fact that he left his uh, garment there to try to basically, you know, frame him or whatever. For some he didn't do. And um, so... Uh, Verse 19, so it was when his, when his master, Potiphar, heard the words which his wife spoke to him, your servant did to me after this manner that his anger was aroused against Joseph. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. 
and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with Joseph and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Mm, that's my God for you right there. It takes me to that scripture where it says no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. God is a righteous justice God. Okay. He, especially if his servants or the, his followers are pure in heart and they're innocent. Uh, we see in the story of, um, of, um, the three, um, friends, what is it? Abednego, um, the one that was going to go into the fire and how they were faithful to God and, um, it didn't touch them, you know, like the, the no fire they were in there, um, basically in the raging, uh, fire and they, they were alive. You know, if we're blameless and we're faithful to God, he will prosper and bless anything that we do. Amen. So the same with Joseph, you know, he was innocent, you know, his wife lied on him and they tossed him in prison, but God was with Joseph and he gave him favor of all the prisoners in there. Um, then if you go on, um, to read a few more chapters, it says that, uh, Joseph, um, um, because of his, his gift of telling dreams, he ended up telling, um, dreams to, uh, the head of the prisoners, uh, the head of, uh, the prison guards. And, um, he ended up, um, you know, telling the dreams to them and they ended, he ended up finding favor with them so he can get released from prison. So, you know, God will bless him, but God blessed him that way. And he could do the same for us when we're faithful and we uh, continue to stay fat, steadfast in his word and um, continue to just make sure we seek ye first his kingdom before anything else. He'll bless us in so many ways. I just wanted just to focus on this story um, on this part, because any man <laughs> that was in this, this circumstance, um, and I'm not just saying it just because he's, like a man that has uh, men parts. I'm saying just because he's just man, he's flesh like us. You know, we were in this predicament and, you know, he could have been prideful. He could have just said, oh man, I want, I'm going to be just like my master Potiphar and I'm going to just do everything I want and take everything I want. He could have been that way. He could have um, definitely given in to his flesh to, to, to uh, sleep with them his wife, so many things, but because he was with God, because he was tamed, um, by the spirit and because the Holy spirit within him helped him, he was able to overcome his flesh. And this goes back to what I'm saying. When I say that if we sow to our spirit, we will reap eternal life. But if we sow to our flesh, we'll eat, we'll reap eternal condemnation with heaven that's this i mean with satan and that's the same thing that happened to satan he thought he was better than god he thought he was um had all the power in the world and he uh deceived a third of the angels and was cast to the earth and um 
but as long as we're with God and as long as the lust of our flesh, the lust of our of our eyes, the, the pride of life, all of these things that are in our heart and that's in the world, as long as we surrender our control over to God, like I said, he will help us to overcome all of those other things that wage war against us. Okay, um, let's go to... Um, I just really wanted just to touch on that because, um, you know, like I said, whether we're in our health journey or whatever other um, earthly goals or things that we want, you know, um, we can we'll be able to have those things because God wants us to have this abundant life. He wants us to um, be able to overcome all of our fears, all of our um things that's going to help us to be the best that we can in this life. Um, but we can't do that apart from him because we're weak. Our flesh is weak. Um, whether if it's, you know, we're abstaining from an addiction that we had at one time, uh, whether if we're suffering from a, a temper that we have. And I read somewhere that it said that emotions travel 80 times, 80,000 times faster than any other of our thoughts or anything like that. Um, I mean, any of our thoughts or um, our actions. And I think that is so powerful because you think about any situation that you're in and how it's like you can't reason, like you can't reason, you can't think. And only thing you can think about is what you're feeling. And that's what our flesh is. It's our feelings. It's our emotions, you know. Um, God doesn't want us to be a slave to those uh, things like that because the, that's of the world. But um, it makes perfect sense why we can't really think um, because those are so powerful, like I said. But as long as you're staying filled up on the word of God, as long as you surrender your control to God, and as long as you continue to um, take up your cross day, die to yourself and follow Christ, um, you can overcome your fleshly desires you can overcome um and have more control over certain areas of your life um through god like i said and um because the word of god will resonate and will become more louder than your thoughts the enemy thoughts and the, the, the temptations of the world and the lord tells us that he'll provide a way of escape when we're under temptation um so that we may have um victory over it you know so he doesn't leave us as orphans but he's also given us the holy spirit who helps us in our weaknesses also um because remember we're tempted by our desires we're um and the desires of our heart um, the desires that we have, the evil desires, they're mostly in our hearts. And that's how the enemy, Satan, tries to ensnare us because he knows that we have these weaknesses. But God says, my grace is sufficient for you, for your, my strength is made perfect in all of your weaknesses. Um, so regardless of whatever we're struggling with, God can help us to overcome that. He can give us his, um, his power. Um, in order to um, strengthen us in that area. Okay, the last thing I wanted to touch on. Yeah, I just thought that was beautiful that he, you know, because I, I don't know a, a person that would have been able to withstand that kind of temptation. And I think that is so awesome. But um, if we want to, you know, have earthly control, it starts with... Um, 
having spiritual spiritually being spiritually controlled um like um you know what's that saying that they say um what is that saying that if you keep doing this something like if you keep doing the same thing then you'll always be the same but if you do you know something different then uh you produce those different results in your life it's something like that but um we have to just stay steadfast in the word of god and um just knowing that he's with us and um he's going to help us you know but we try to try if we try to take control of our own lives and uh do things our way then we we might succeed a little bit but we're not going to succeed um long term so <laughs> um yeah so i just hope that you guys are encouraged in knowing that um that's all i have for right now um but i hope to um i may do another part of this um to talk about it cuz there's so many um blessed things in this in the self control uh that we all can learn and that i know i can learn too in my weight loss journey and <clears throat> Just like when I was a kid, I remember I uh, sucked my thumb a lot. And I remember my grandmother tried everything she can to try to get me to stop sucking my thumb. I mean, she tried um, putting peppers. She tried hot sauce. She tried putting duct tape on it. And I would always go back to sucking my thumb again, you know. But, um, you know, eventually I grew out of it, though. But um, <clears throat> it really just takes being intentional, and you know um like i said being steadfast and relying on the power of the holy spirit to help us in our weaknesses in every area of our lives guys <clears throat> all right well that's all that i have for today but thank you guys so much for um tuning in i love you guys i'll be on here sometime probably either friday if not friday this sunday i also um have um a uh blog post on WordPress called hopinhim.wordpress.com uh where I post um different like spiritual posts and things that I struggle with and how I see things um of course it's um inspired by the word of God also but <laughs> just a little bit more in depth so guys go and support me um if you can I appreciate that so much. Um I hope you guys have a wonderful night and um I also have another episode coming soon uh with the praise reports, some recent praise reports and blessings that um you know the Lord has done. You know that's how our faith is being strengthened is when we see wonderful things like that happen. I was reading somewhere in my um devotion, um it was like a little short uh, devotion um uh, about this girl that um <clears throat> that was a, has been a believer all her life and she had uh, got robbed or something like that which and she ended up um not believing in the lord anymore like you know she said lord if until i see a miracle i don't want to you know i'm not, i'm not going to believe in you anymore and so um she ended up getting sick one time and 
I mean, this time and ended up having to be on uh, meds to help her sleep, like sleep medication. And then um, she um, ended up going to driving to the store. And basically, she's supposed to fall. The medication told her to go to sleep right after she takes it. But she ended up going to the store and she ended up falling asleep at the wheel. But somehow, miraculously, she ended up driving safely to where she was supposed to go. And while she was asleep. So praise the Lord for the angels of God. God is working so powerfully. Um, in every in, in life, he's working so powerfully through people, circumstances, and when we put our trust in him, he will always come through. He will always show himself powerfully in our lives to his believers, especially for his sake. You know, so that's like a little mini um testimony and that really encouraged me um to continue just to to rely on the lord um but yeah we all have angels and um um the lord he continues to um bless us through them because <laughs> he says the angels come to and fro on the ladder uh, every time that we pray so we do know that uh we do have angels um that uh, attend to us and that hears all of our prayers and send them straight to the Lord's throne. Amen. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much again. Let's have a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, um, I thank you, Father, for your holy word, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you go before us in any and every circumstance that we encounter, Lord, that you are always with us and that um, whatever thing that we struggle with, Father, you said that you are our strength and our weakness, a very present help in need, Lord. I pray, Father, that um, whatever struggles that we may have, Lord, that we need to exercise self-control in, Lord, that you will be our offense, our um, strong tower um, to help us to overcome those weaknesses, Father God, because we want to be the best people that you want, that you've always created us to be, Lord. But we know with just our own self that we can't do it without you, Lord. I pray a blessing on all of the listeners out there, Lord. I pray that you would put a hedge of protection around their minds and around their bodies from the enemy's attacks, Father God. Help them to come to know who you are as a loving, graceful Savior that you are, Father God. We thank you for um, your holy word that continues to be strong and powerful in the world today, Lord. Help us to... um, be more vulnerable and surrender all of our control over to you. We thank you this day in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. You guys have a great night. God bless.